And you've did, done it at the distillery too, right? Dip the dog. I did. Dog. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That's. Uh, I don't think we've told the story, but we should. We should get the dip and dog story on the podcast because I don't think we've talked about it yet. Whiskey, whiskey. The singer's getting sore. We raised the roof. Now we're lower in the floor. The band is blistered, but we got a little more. When I say one. Two, Welcome to the Whiskey Topic, the weekly podcast that tends to get off topic. My name is Mark Bylock. I'm the author of The Whiskey Cabinet, and my co-host is Jamie Johnson, who runs a private but approachable bourbon club here in Toronto, Canada. You can also find our podcast on the website whiskey.buzz. Welcome to episode 60 of The Whiskey Topic. I'm here as always with Jamie. And uh, we've got a, our topic today is going to be deconstructing whiskey, and we're going to have Beth Havers on from Glenfiddich. We're going to look at the Glenfiddich 15 Slores cast, and she'll tell us all about that. Yeah. And uh, we're going to deconstruct it, which I think is a very fun experience. I've yeah. I've been through this You've a few times, yeah. and it's amazing. Um, but first, we wanted to uh, wish Alan Doyle a happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Yay. And congratulations to you for raising all that money, to you and all those bands who raised all that money in St. John's, Newfoundland for Fort Mac. Forty-three thousand yeah. dollars, I think. Forty-three thousand dollars, yeah. Yay! Good for Alan. I mean, if you're not aware, Alan Doyle does the intro song uh, for our podcast and the outro song, which is the same song. Um, and we always have a link in our show notes if you want to buy that album. Um, yeah. Alan Doyle is definitely a Canadian institution here, so do do support yeah. a great, you know, great artist. And, um, and, and you can he, you can check out the music video. And where where Jamie you, stars in, in the. <laughs> Three and a half seconds. If you if you look yeah. really closely, don't blink. Don't blink. Or you'll She's miss me. Right in the front there, she you can see her in the uh, in the audience. Yeah. So uh, in the music video for uh, the song. Yeah, one, two, one, three, two, three four. four. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, we wanted to mention. Um, I'm going to do play around with the feed a little bit. So if you don't see the podcast next week, just resubscribe. I've noticed every oh. time I've changed anything, iTunes doesn't always capture it, and then you're like. Your podcast hasn't been on for three Uh-oh. weeks. And you're like, no, it's still there. It's, um, so if you don't see it next week, just delete it. And then, but don't forget to resubscribe. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> Step two is very important. <laughs> yes, yes. Otherwise, we'll be very sad. Um, and then um, also wanted to um, mention uh, Bourbon Thing. You're going to have yeah. a couple events coming up. Yeah. If you're in the Toronto area. Uh, Sign up, bourbonthing.com. It's right on the front landing page when you get there. So you can just... Uh, Put in your email address, and you'll be automatically invited to all the tastings that we do all over the place. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's brand ambassadors. Sometimes it's Jamie running a tasting. Sometimes it's sometimes both of us. It's, yeah, Mark. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. It's super fun. Come on out. Speaking Yay. to uh, brand ambassadors. Yes. We have Be- <laughs> Beth Havers on. Yay. Look at that. Look at Hello. that transition. Oh, well done. Very, very transition. Well very oh. smooth. Good job there. Thank you. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. We've been trying to make this happen for... A little while now, and finally, here to do a little deconstructing with the two of you. Yeah. Always lovely to see you both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah. And Beth, you're the uh, brand ambassador for Glenfiddich and yes, Belvini, I, I guess Grant and Sons. Yeah, I work for William Grant and Sons, have done for about five years now, predominantly on Glenfiddich and uh, the Balvini, uh, but my role is just slowly switching to just 
Glenn Fiddick solely. We're actually going to be hiring Val Vinnie Brand Ambassador. Ooh, news. Yeah. that's very there exciting. There are job openings out there. So if yeah, you like there you Val go. Vinnie, come on <laughs> in. Um, no, that's awesome. Uh, Beth and I have traveled to Scotland together. We have. Yeah. 2012. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome trip. It was. <laughs> it was. That was the trip I was like the super last. I mean, I barely wrote it. I've been writing about whiskey about two or three years at that point. And uh, and I think you, you guys, well, a PR company handled the, yeah. the invite list, but you guys had somebody that left that basically like last minute canceled and they were looking for somebody new and like within that week. So I met, uh, I met John Maxwell yeah. uh, and he was like yeah, at an event on Tuesday. He's like, you know, they might be calling. You might be going to Scotland next oh, week. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, that that's fine. I, yeah. I, I was like, all right. And then uh, I think I got a call like Thursday afternoon that said, so the plane leaves Saturday afternoon. Whoa, Can you make it? God, that's wow. crazy. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, Drop I had, I mean, everything. I called my boss after like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be gone because I had, had a trip to Turkey the f- for two weeks after that. So I told my boss, I'm like, you know that vacation to Turkey? And I'm going to Scotland just before. <laughs> um, and uh, hope but you I was, don't mind. Hope you don't mind. But no, it was really it was really nice. I mean, I think I was like really not not on any list. And I've, I was very fortunate to be. I on was that trip. unaware of that entire story, yeah, but that's so, so cool that it all came together because it, it was a fun together. trip, super fun Look trip. At you now you're on every list. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but that was awesome. And it was awesome because for me, like, it was a moment where I'm like, oh, this whiskey writing can go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of it was meeting David Stewart and having him do the deconstruction yeah. of the time 1401, which to me was like, I, I knew I loved whiskey, but that showed me why I loved whiskey, kind of that aspect of it so that this is amazing to have you on and for us to deconstruct whiskey yeah yeah yeah. well because this for you you said many times that sort of the moment for you was taking like each of those like barrel samples and and tasting them alone and then tasting what they came to be so and how that like completely changed your like view it was just like a like a light bulb moment Mm -hmm. and so it's uh it's exciting that we get to do it in another form here which is great yeah yeah and here are all of our samples. For, for everyone there listening at home, just pretend. <laughs> just pretend. <laughs> we'll do our best. We'll do our That's best right. to describe. No, it what is we're the doing. fifteen. And you know what? This is such a great. Um, this is such a great drink that and and for so many people, it is their go-to Glenfiddich, mm-hmm. the fifteen uh, Solera. So you might even have it in your cabinet. <laughs> so you should probably get a little bit of it while while we deconstruct it right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about. Well, tell us about the yeah. Solera's cast to begin with. So basically how we make this whiskey, we have this awesome warehouse at Glenfiddich called Warehouse Number 8. It's our most infamous warehouse that uh, houses our Solera vat. Uh, The Solera vat itself um, and the whole way of of aging this way was something that David Stewart actually came up with, and he was the malt master at Glenfiddich in 1998. So he decided that he wanted to take the... the Solera system that they use for aging sherry uh, and bring it to life with whiskey. So he constructed this vat. The vat holds 38,000 liters worth of liquid. So it's a sizable Mm -hmm. vat. Uh, And basically every time we fill it, we fill it from the top, we empty it from the bottom, but we always make sure that it's half full. So it creates a really nice consistency batch upon batch, but also some of those whiskeys that have, been in there have literally been in there since we built it in 1998 so it's a it's a mature 15 year old and uh what goes into it are bourbon casks new oak casks and sherry casks the new oak is one of the elements so what we do is we take some of the 
uh, refill bourbon cask whiskey. Then we put transfer it into new oak casks just for a finishing period because mm -hmm. if we had 15 year old new virgin oak cask whiskey, it would be very dominant. Yeah. Uh, so we're just doing a finishing process before putting it into the vat. So all of those uh, barrels go into making up the whiskey uh, and we ha now have them in front of us so, so we can try them each on their own before we see what they become. Nice. Amazing. And that is an important uh, thing to know. Like in, in Scotland, blend, like the person doing the blending, that's kind of the star of the distillery. Yeah. Um, and in, in bourbon, it's the person distilling, distiller. the master yeah. distiller, and the blenders kind of are taken, you know, are, are like the second person in, or in command, I guess, the way to look mm -hmm. at it. So it is a reversal. So David Stewart is a master blender, um, but he's involved in all yeah. parts of the operation. He really, and I mean, now this year he'll be celebrating his 55th year i believe as a malt master in so if you can imagine actually 54 um that's a really long career he's now handed over the glenfiddich torch to our current malt master our sixth malt master brian kinsman who's now doing all of our um all the work on glenfiddich and he also manages other whiskeys like um Gibson's finest Canadian whiskeys mm -hmm. under Tullamore Dew. Mm -hmm. He's overseeing all of those projects, and David's exclusively working on the Balvini. But very long career. Mm -hmm. yeah. He really knows where it's at when it comes to <laughs> making whiskey. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, and you just got back from Scotland, actually. I did. Yay. Just off the like less than 48 hours ago oh my gosh. i was in Speyside, so i'm just back which is perfect timing for doing this because just went on a distillery tour on saturday yes refreshed all the knowledge yes and uh now i'll just reiterate everything i've learned that's perfect <laughs> that's perfect perfect yes I've never been to Scotland. You gotta go. Maybe I'll go with Beth one year. Yeah, exactly. I'll get myself on the invite list. It needs to happen. It's a magical Definitely place. Sad. And like, as Mark was saying, you know, your perceptions, you think you, you understand what goes on, but they're just magical experiences that kind of mm -hmm. just make you understand and add to the whole romance of, of whiskey. It's, and Glenfiddich itself is just a beautiful, beautiful distillery. Yeah. Big, beautiful distillery. Oh. 47 yeah. warehouses worth of whiskey. Wow. That's, that's sort of Balvenie, <laughs> so you can yeah, get two distilleries. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Steps away from Balvenie, and then we also have Canenby, which is on site as well, which third distillery that not too many people know mm -hmm. about. But uh, it, we have started releasing single malts from Canenby, and it, it is the heart of the Monkey Shoulder whiskey that we just brought into oh, Canada this year. Okay. Oh, that's right. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Nice. That's awesome. All yeah. these well, let's start. Fun fact. Okay. Yeah, let's start. Let's start. So the first sample that we're going to start with is the Glenfiddich 15-year-old New Oak. Uh, so this is the bourbon-aged, bourbon cask-aged whiskey that we then transfer into New Oak casks just for finishing. This bear in mind is 57.8% alcohol. <laughs> so A little just... bit better than breakfast whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-afternoon whiskey. <laughs> but you get that the, all of those really rich vanilla notes mm -hmm. from those bourbon casts and then that spicy spicy kick that peppery oh, yeah. spice from from the new oak oh yeah so how long has, was it in spice. new oak sorry just for about six months six just months. a just yeah. a finishing period lovely nose it's a beautiful nose yeah and it is really quite spicy, spicy. Yeah. really quite spicy, spicy on the nose so mm -hmm. all that oak's really transferred through beautifully for it's sure can you imagine spice and the caramels right in there you would um, never be able to put a like a 
malted barley in this for 15 mm. years no. and just destroy it. No, it, it smells more almost like more like a bourbon than it would a scotch. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It's got that little vanilla in there. That's beautiful. And the spices definitely there on the palate. It's a really lovely long long finish, but that yeah. back of the palate just kicking with the, with the spice. For sure. Just really really nice whiskey. Yeah, and this is this is what I love about this. So this is a good example right off the bat. It's um it's a little too mild on the start and it's that kick that yeah. gets you. Mm. So alone this is not as you know. Right. Uh, but this is kind of the whole blending process. So this is going to probably provide us that back flavor. A, and I think I think Mark has described it before is like it's almost like like a breaking down like a, a symphony like you might have like the bass and alone yep. the bass sounds like you know one thing but when you put it together it really like rounds out and gives like you know backbone to whatever music it is so it's sort of like um it feels very much like each of these plays a part in that whole like whiskey symphony if you will. <laughs> beautifully put jamie <laughs> wow the whiskey symphony the whiskey that we have symphony. in front of us you know mm. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> and actually, Beth taught me one of the best lessons, which is when you're smelling whiskey, when you're nosing it. I say smelling because, you know, hmm. I try not to be too fancy. <laughs> Despite the whiskey <laughs> symphony joke I just made. Um, it's always, it's, it's to smile when you yes, smile. Right. Yeah, smile. smile when you nose smile. your whiskey. Yes. Because it keeps your mouth open that yeah. way, unless you're one of those closed mouth smilers yes which i am but <laughs> but you never know when someone and she's like you never know when someone's gonna take your picture yes exactly. it's, it goes two ways yeah you keep you're able you're keeping your mouth open you're able to nose more by doing that and then yeah you're looking good at the same time Amazing. someone might yeah. someone might snap your next profile exactly picture. rick o'brien yeah, exactly yeah. you have a i think a few from from these moments of yeah. smiling whiskey it's all because of you Beth. Thanks. i'm not gonna look I do miserable ever this is why i don't have a photo of myself the glenn karen glass yet clearly i'm not a smiler, yeah, smiler. Just, like, a smile. i know we're I know. gonna make it happen yeah, yeah. we are the next event that we do we'll, we'll definitely yeah make sure you're smiling nosing your whiskey yeah. It's this is very nice. This is really, I mean, high proof, yeah. as always, Jamie and I are all over that. So um, this yeah. is already winning for us, but, uh, yeah. but it's very nice. It's really nice. Beautiful stuff. It's, uh, it, it is very special. This, um, and I think that it's really interesting to compare this and the second one. Cause, mm -hmm. cause then you, so this is just the 15-year-old the American um, oak, like refill cask, refill bourbon cask. Oh, my gosh. So if you can imagine, this is... The first whiskey but unfinished you know right. so you're you're right. it, tasting them side by side it's a really nice it shows you what that new oak really does to transform the whiskey for sure even the nose is so much more mellow on yeah. The, yeah on this one sweeter much sweeter, sweeter on the on the nose and in the vanilla and the citrus that we're used yeah. to with with american oak uh, scotch yeah totally totally different get a little bit of maple on this which is strange mm -hmm. it's just a little mm -hmm. it smells really it's yeah, <laughs> it does. And so this is more of a single malt scotch. It's kind of yeah. got more traditional flavors, um, higher proof, a lot of bite to it still. Just a lot of bite. Fifty-seven point four percent alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Jamie's like, or it's Tuesday afternoon. Or yeah. Tuesday yeah. afternoon, yeah. we're doing fine. It's Tuesday. It this is, is the Tuesday. thing with just getting off a plane from Scotland. I'm like, right. I have no idea. What, what day is it? Is it Saturday? Yeah. You're drinking. That's, yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're not doing this today, but sometimes Jamie and I schedule two podcasts, one after the other, when we uh, when we do in person podcasts, and so we like do run around, and then we like 
take a, a thirty-minute break, and we have somebody else come in and do a second round. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow! By the, by the time the second one comes around, it's a little. It's there's a lot of giggling on my my part. And I, and I slur every word, so it's fun. It's so much fun. It's slurring. I'm giggling. Whoever is in for the second one is. We're just like so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. We've been having a good time yeah, today. Yeah. Good. Not good too time. shabby. I like that. Um. I really like this one finished in the new oak, but it's a bourbon like, you know, it's yeah. so, yeah. of course that would appeal to me. High proof bourbon lever. Yeah. Tra- traditional. So you're more of a bourbon cask person than a sherry cask person. I do. I mean, bourbon is sort of my like love and it's where, um, I, I do like sherry finishes. Like I really do like, um, like the, um, yeah, anything sort of like heavily sherried but just for a completely different reason than I like mm-hmm. the bourbon. The bourbon like just appeals to me on that sort of like bourbon level yeah. that I really would drink normally. Um, but that one, and it's just got that spice to it that I really like too. Yeah. It's just got that spicy high proof. It's got that heat. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I, Hello, heat. I, and that's the thing. It's, it's, uh, I'm kind of with you. I love bourbon age, but, but like mm-hmm. sherry aged whiskeys are amazing. Oh my gosh. But, Totally. They're totally different. Totally different. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally yeah. different profile. Like I like it for a totally different reason. But yeah, no, I'm I'm already excited about going to the sherry cask one because it's just so nice. <laughs> well, let's do it. <laughs> let's, do right. do it. Uh, let's let's try this one. So this is 15 years in European oak sherry cask whiskey. Uh, so this one is a little bit hotter. It's mm-hmm. 59.1 percent. You want to okay. bear that in, in mind. <laughs> These are no joke. This is this is not a whiskey tasting for the faint of heart. No, no, Mm-mm. certainly not. No, but this one, I always find that sherry aged whiskeys, um, mm-hmm. there's, they always smell older than what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I think this one, like it says, fifteen years, but you're like. It smells like it's it's very mature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's such a round flavor. Like it's just so, it's just nice and oily, and I just really like this one. Wow, have you ever done this tasting and people have just been like coughing and sputtering through the whole thing? Because I did a tasting once of like three <laughs> overproof whiskeys, yeah. and there was some new people that had never had whiskey before, and I was like, "Oh you just yeah, did a terrible idea, Jamie. <laughs> you just did a really bad job. You just gave all these newbies every, nothing was under a hundred proof. Like I was just like, people are like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's great, and they're like eyes are watering. I was like, they're so stumbling sorry. into their cabs. Yeah, so yeah. sorry. Yeah, Ugh. luckily when people sign up for these tastes they tend to know yeah. i always forewarn them right and say okay you know this is strong <laughs> yeah. add water if you need to but typically I, I have had a few of those coughing moments but luckily yeah. they've been it, generally speaking it's very well received the yeah. one thing is though they're always like i want i want this whiskey. yes when i'm like yes. you know what cast strength whiskeys they're amazing, but yes. as you said, like people who are new to whiskey, yeah. it's 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 a lot to to take on, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's true. Like I think with bourbon cast strength whiskeys, I would say this is for Scotch drinkers. I'm like deconstructing whiskey is a, a really great moment because uh, the blending is so important. And, and bourbon having a 
bourbon out of the barrel is a really kind of right because when I did that in Jim Beam, that was you know everybody I was with was like, wow, this is this is why we love bourbon. So like it's a different sort of just that that oak. You really just yeah. want to taste every every uh, inch of that oak. But here you don't you don't necessarily want that. You want to kind of calm calm some of those oak notes. Uh, this is really great. The sherry, uh, wonderfully dry. Yeah. Um, it, it's got kind of that dryness and yeah. some spice. Like it's just big mouthfeel. Yeah. Really, but yeah. But you wouldn't bottle it at this strength. I mean, I would say maybe this is bitey, right? As yeah. far as as far as whiskey goes. Yeah. And it's the whole idea why we're doing this: just kind of taste it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then see what the final product is at the end. I mean, yeah. I would bottle that first. That the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. The new for age sure. Finished, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. That sherry was delicious mm. though. It is sherry. Yeah. It's, it is. It is sherry. It's very yeah. it is sherry. sherry. It's very sherry. It's, it's very uh sherry. no. Sherry it's bomb. I. I really like those sherry whiskeys. That's um really nice, really nice. But yeah, hot. That's a predominant uh, profile bottle like one fiddix. Yeah, the, the sherry kind of smooth, smoother, warmer, inviting, rich sherry mm-hmm. flavors. Yep. I always find sherry with richness. I don't know why, but it's just like it's a very oh rich, for sure it does yeah. help help definitely like round the whiskeys out and yeah for the most part we're using uh, bourbon and sherry casks. Uh, that being said, we are doing a lot of experimenting. So uh, we've been experimenting with uh, wine casks. So in duty free, they have like a, a red wine. Uh, a 19-year-old age of discovery finished in a red oh. wine cast. They have one that's finished in a Madeira cast. Uh, this year at the Speyside Whiskey Festival that happened just a couple weeks ago, we released a limited edition um, whiskey that we finished in uh, Hudson Baby Bourbon cast. Oh, right. Oh, neat. So apparently that one sold. Like people were lined up at the, at the shop and it sold out in minutes. Wow. But, uh, so we are doing experimentation and if you go into warehouse eight where we have this this fat you can see some of the experiments that we have going on that's awesome quarter cask that sort of thing that uh, you never know there it might just be strictly experimentation but yeah. they might one day yeah see the light that's and yeah. become become a new whiskey so yeah. it's pretty cool to see that's a the nice thing about the the family ownership of the distillery is uh, you know, we're we're constantly experimenting, changing our ways. We're, we're quite pioneering as a brand. Uh, and the other nice thing is being able to just reach out to Brian Kinsman and say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm meeting with Jamie and Mark. Mm-hmm. Please send me cask samples. And that it happened, like they're in the mail. And two days later, they're at your door. Amazing. Amazing. That's really When great. does that happen? Like, I mean, actually, that's a great sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I he like emails that. you back and yeah. says, okay, okay. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. That's awesome. But yeah, it's re- it really is a big happy family. So lucky to be a part of it, but it seems like it. It's like, and probably just coming back from the distillery, you have that, like that feeling of community more yeah. than, because you get to see all the people it you've just renewed. Been... Yeah. And like you see some of the people who have been employed. That's the amazing thing about these, about distilleries and, and Glenfiddich in particular is, a lot of these people that have been involved in the whiskey making, like Dennis McBain, who I think maybe you both have met, and our coppersmith at, at yes, yeah. Balvini. I don't know if I've met him. He came here uh, two years ago for Whiskey okay. Live, but he started at, he started at the distillery in 1958. Wow, which is crazy! Like that's amazing. Single malts weren't exported until 1963, so mm-hmm. Lemfitic was the first distillery that that brought single malts to. Um, 
the U.S. and obviously they've grown. But like before wow. you start, when you started your job, it just it was a category yeah. that just didn't even exist. Mm. Wow. To see that happen like yeah. over the years is crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's always, and that's sort of one of my favorite things about going to Kentucky, and I haven't been to Scotland yet, but the the, the feeling of that like community at the mm-hmm. distillery is so deep. Like, you know, people that are there have been there for a really long time, and they all know each other, and like, you get to see it just even as you're walking around, like we've, you know, we get to do a little bit extra stuff and get to sort of, you know, see a little bit behind the scenes, and there's always such this like, this lovely sense of community and pride about what everyone is doing from, you know, from sort of top down, like people are, are really invested in this stuff. And and I'm not sure that people get that if they've never been to a distillery and seen it, you know, everyone is really invested. Um, and they're, they wear the colors with pride and the, you know, they're, they're loyal, you know, through 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice to see. Very, very, Yeah. yeah. Cool thing to see. And just having been there, you know, and seeing them again and, mm-hmm. It just being toured around by Dennis, and then we had dinner with Ian McDonald, who's our head cooper, and again, like 47 years of the distillery, wow. like just Amazing. crazy, yeah. crazy the amount of experience and expertise, and and like you talk about, like pride and in their craft, and uh, they just they just add so much to your experience, you know. Let's all yeah. just go work at the distillery, I know. guys. Well, they're taking on an apprentice <laughs> at the cooperage. If you, oh, there's never okay, been a here fema- I go. Female cooper. <laughs> yes. That would. That, Death Town is <laughs> waiting yeah, for you. Good muscle definition. Yeah, there, there you That's go. You're looking good. This Thanks. is uh, yeah. nice pipes. Thanks. You could Thanks, you could guys. definitely pull your weight at the yeah, in the I cooperage. Can. That's right. Be such a cool job to do. It would be so cool. You get all that. Frust- it would be really cathartic to get all that frustration out. Like if you ever are having a bad day, you just go in there and start hammering away, and be like, by the end of the day, you're like exhausted. Yeah, you feel much so better. physical. Yeah. Totally. And then you get your free whiskey. Yeah. And you get your free whiskey out of your Dippin' Dog. Out Can you tell dog. us about the Dippin' oh, Dog? Yes. So, yes. so I, I full, like full disclosure, sometimes I work uh, for uh, Glenn Fittick and Balvenny. Uh, She's to, a great job. Thank We're you. We're always happy to have Jamie thank help, you. help us at events. I love to, to rep your brand, and I'm always happy to be pouring samples and stuff like that. So we um, there is one sort of extra fun section that I get put on. Sometimes that's working the dip and dog station. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna let Beth tell you what the dip and dog is. Yeah, it, well, we were talking about it before we started today, and um, both Jamie and Mark have had a chance to walk the dog. That's uh, so basically what these they're instruments that are were made to steal whiskey essentially. So back when distilleries were were just starting out and and until probably 30 years ago or so, um, there was uh, always a, a tax person that would be sitting within the, the distillery. So these the coppersmiths would um, create these dipping dogs to, to steal whiskey. So essentially, they're just like these long vials mm-hmm. uh, that are attached to a string, and you would tie it around your waist, and then... When the custom and excise officer would go out of the um, of the distillery, someone would give the the call like we're going to walk the dog, and that would be the indication to pull out your dipping dog and dip it into the cask. So 
Uh, that would be your way of, of stealing your little no, ration <laughs> dram of whiskey. <laughs> and so they call these um, these little tools the dog. And um, then they always say, you know, the dog's the, be- the man's best friend, a man's best yeah. friend. So <laughs> kind of adds to the story. But, but uh, now they, they use them on tours and stuff, and they yeah. all often tell the story. But the other thing that they used to do up until, again, probably like 30 years ago or so, was a, a practice called dramming. So when you get to work in the morning at like 7 a.m. or whatever it might be, you get your your little portion of whiskey. And it wasn't whiskey, it was new make. So you'd get like new make 70% shot of that. Then at lunch, yeah. shot of that again. Yeah. Then uh, at about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, your third shot. And then if you had, had done like a particularly you know, grueling task or something, they would give you, they would award you with another shot. <laughs> so if you could imagine, like, oh all the health and safety laws coming in, um, <laughs> they Ooh. they stopped doing this. <laughs> and they said, like, all the post people and, like, any kind of delivery or whatever would always show up. So they would get their, their drip of, of oh new make, gosh. like, of this crazy um, high-proof spirit. But yeah, just I kept mean, you kept you kept you going, and it's oh, quite cold in, yeah. in uh, the northeast of Scotland. So you know, it keeps you warm. Yeah, you know. Jeez, I think that sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> I think we were born it, at the wrong time. Yeah, they took, they took it away. <laughs> they took it away. Yeah, I can imagine that would set some people get 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 them a little upset. Yeah, yeah. You know, taking it away. You know, me for sure. I'd be upset. <laughs> I couldn't. Jamie drink. would be like. On strike. I know. I, I want my, my new maid. Yeah, yeah. Where's my <laughs> new maid? <laughs> oh my dram. Gosh. Where's my drams? I know. It's Three true. to four a day. Yeah. Ooh. And by dram, right, team would mean three to four drams a day. Yeah. 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 That's not too shabby. No, it's a pretty good deal. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you, Beth was nice enough to, to uh, bring us a bottle of uh, the finished, not the cast samples, but the finished product, the 15 year, which is... Um, like I said earlier, it's, it's always on my bar. I've always got one going. Um, so I feel like, you know, this, it's like an equivalent for my work day. I'm doing <laughs> what, a whole hour and a half of work today. And I got to take a whole bottle of whiskey home. Win. <laughs> that is winning. Sounds you like are an winning. upper management. Sounds you know, like it's an upper management payment right there. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we've done these three, the three so far so now we can see how they all taste when they're blended together in the vat mm-hmm. so now these whiskeys have been transferred into our solera vat and this is our sample of cash strength solera vat oh, amazing. so 54.9 percent uh so again it's slightly lower in alcohol but the vat is purely used um just as a, a blending vessel. So it doesn't right. typically stay in the vat for too long. But what we'll do, once it's been in the vat, we will uh, then transfer it into um, marrying tons right. mm-hmm. uh, and leave it for an additional four months. Okay. So we it sees the vat for a few weeks, mm-hmm. then goes into the marrying tons. So. And if you heard the pitter-patter, that is Thor. He decided to sleep somewhere else yeah. in the condo. He was like sleeping by Beth, and I was like, no, no, no. I'm moving. I'm moving. Yeah. Oh, the but he wants to be in the sun. Yeah. It's a beautiful sunny day here in he Toronto. He just turned his back against us. He's like, he's like too yeah. loud. Let him sleep. Yeah, guys. He's got his own down. bed in the bedroom. But he's like, no, no, he's gonna gonna do this 
So you get a lot more tobacco on this one, the the, the Solaris uh, cast strength. Uh, this is quite this a treat. Is delicious. Yeah, on the nose, it's just beautiful. Beautifully sweet. It's got a lot of those really classic lymphatic notes to it, but you get... Um, and it, again, it's kind of cool because we have the, what we have in the bottle, like the the what, what's available for purchase next mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. an interesting little com- compare and contrast there. But it's got everything that's nice about whiskey in in this glass. Mm-hmm. So you got the vanilla, the spice, the honey. It's awesome. I <laughs> as love far as this. And you guys, Glenfiddich has a fifteen year a cast strength. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. Any thoughts about? ever bottling this and and putting it out for cast strength or no so we have the the 15 year old distillery edition mm-hmm. which is is our our one cast i think one and only pretty much mm-hmm. uh that's available for purchase in the lcbo so mm-hmm. that's done slightly differently so we're not using the vat we're right. just using a combination of bourbon and sherry cast keeping it at 51 percent. so yeah. we will dilute it bring it down to 51 percent. but um but we definitely will always, with our limited edition products and that sort of thing, um, listen to our, our fans, and, and some of them will be released at higher strengths. Mm-hmm. But I do often get, during mm-hmm. these samplings, people are like, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It absolutely so good. is. It's so good. But our, our 15-year-old that we're going to try next is equally as amazing. Oh, um, it's so good. And and by far my favorite whiskey um, from Glenfiddich, mm-hmm. and I think every ambassador that we have from coast to coast mm-hmm. is a big, our big fans of, of Glenfiddich, fifteen year old. Yeah. We've we've created songs and dances about it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to hear. When you like a whiskey so much, you make a song, song? and dance about yeah. it. I'm sure that's you probably have wonderful. heard Ian Miller's song over uh, the years. Uh, we did get to hear Ian's song at Allen's when we went. Yep. Yes. You know, that was uh, November last year. It was yes. great having him in town. Yes. And we've had him on the podcast since yeah. then. Oh, uh, awesome. Was, yes. Yeah. We yeah. Skyped him in, uh, which was super fun. But yeah, no. And what a, what a great like storyteller, like, you know, he just is riveting at the head of a table. Yeah. Like, well, he, he used to manage the distillery, so really you yeah. can't get a better experience than that. And yeah. he's just so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been leading our group for the past, since I started back in um, 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, now he since has retired. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a new global brand ambassador, but uh, he's still very much involved um, at the distilleries, handling all of our prestige whiskeys. Mm-hmm. So I think we can convince him to come back to Canada. Oh, for sure. Awesome. Love yes. hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yes. great he's, having him here. He, he's a yeah. big fan of, of Canada as well. And yeah. he's uh, he's been here so many times over the years, but because uh, Canada's a really important market. We're And the other thing, just coming back from this conference we're really growing as a as a country with our whiskey, our single malt love here in Canada. And for Glenn Fittick and William Grants, Canada was the first point of entry for any of our of the William Grants products outside mm. of Scotland. So mm-hmm. in the early nineteen hundreds they brought it in through the Hudson Bay Company. Mm-hmm. So we're in port mm-hmm. Canada's important for sure. to uh, to William Grants. So because it gets cold here too, so we all I know we all whiskey. we need our whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a, but we're we should be really proud of of, yeah. uh, of ourselves because yeah. <laughs> we really like our whiskey. Yeah. We're doing our part for the single malt 
Yeah. Um, no, it's the category. We're just, yeah, it's, you know, it's good stuff. we're just, we're trying. Yeah. We're trying to keep, we're trying, you know. We're, we're doing our part. We're, do, we're doing, doing our part, do, Mark. Do you yeah. Can. <laughs> and you guys are like leading the charge. So <laughs> yes. please continue. Yes. To educate yes. And, and get the, the good whiskey word out there. Um, but we'll try doing. Mm. the uh, the Finnish 15-year-old, which is the oh, next whiskey that we had. I went had. right ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As and, per usual, I'm yeah. like, well, I'm already in there. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Oh, we haven't done that one yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, it, well, it's a, it's a, like, you, you need to, you get excited, right? You yeah, you do. You do. And I, I'm, I'm such a fan of this one. And I, I, I have uh, sort of not that much left in my bottle, so I've been rationing it a little bit. <laughs> and now so, look at it. It's been now replenished. Look, it's like all my... It's replenished. Amazing. I know. I'm so excited. But the other thing that's nice about the this 15-year-old uh, here in Canada is our partnership with Wounded Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, which we are very proud of that we started uh, back when pretty much the first year that I was working. So f- four years ago, 2012, we encountered uh, the charity for the first time through a sale of a, a bottle that we had brought into Canada, bottle number 11 of 11 of Janet Sheed Roberts Reserve, uh, which is a 55-year-old Glenfiddich that we put up for auction, um, sold for 52000 which at oh, the time yeah. was the most expensive bottle of whiskey ever mm-hmm. sold in Canada. Things will change. But I believe I was there that day. Yeah, I think you were. I don't remember you? much of that day, oh, but boy. I believe I was there that you day. You were, yeah. <laughs> in the we so we had this big event at the Trump, um, the penthouse in the Trump Hotel. Oh my goodness! It was crazy. So fancy. I could do um, cartwheels like I did. Yeah, do yeah. Cartwheels. It was it was a crazy day. party. That was that was the party where I walked into the charity with Glenn Karen glasses with uh, probably the Slurs cast. And the guy's like, you can't come in here with that. I'm like, but we're from the presidential suite. And the, and the security guard just let us right in. So myself and, and my friends that were there, we just walked in. We were drinking our uh, Glenfiddich while they were auctioning off wine. And then the, the, the bottle. bottle. Yeah. It was a crazy, because so much went into planning that. And then literally the auction is done in three and seconds. Like, yeah. It was yes. like, oh. It went like, so quick. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. And it was a now big what? crowd. Like, Everybody I could, drink? The, little, the person auctioning, I was like, this little person, the very yeah. end, wow. you can't even see them. Like, but you said, I'm here. I'm from here. From the presidential suite. Yeah, let me in. Yeah. The, it, was a, it was an awesome day. And yeah. like that much money raised to go to the charity. And uh, it started our relationship with them. Like In 2013, we decided $2 from the sale of every bottle goes, goes to Wounded Warriors. So since then, we've... Wonderful. And you should explain, what does Wounded Warriors do? What is their, uh... um, so basically, they're an organization that was started back in 2006. And they have a number of programs that they support uh, um, that help our veterans who return back from surface, service and uh, suffer from PTSD. Um, so all of these programs are so needed uh, for these veterans. And the money that we raise goes to one charity, uh, well, one service that they provide which is uh, Camp Praxis. It's a, an equine-based charity that helps couples and families who are suffering, uh, and they help um, them learn communication skills again through through horses. So it's a really kind of innovative way of, of approaching um, PTSD, and they've, they've done such amazing things over the years. So all the money that we raise goes to them, and we've raised close to half a million dollars now. Amazing. So continue to buy the 15-year-old because you're yeah. you're doing a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Back to, I mean, to people yeah. who need it. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, I've been and to a couple we'll, events where we'll they, they've link. had people that, that have yeah. benefited from the yeah, charity, and it's just, sure. it's very touching, and it's uh, just beautiful to oh, watch yeah. that. Oh, yeah, such an awesome organization, and we're so proud that we can be involved, and we'll continue our involvement for how forever, yeah. if, if for sure. they're still there, but we're, um, we're super happy about it. Yeah. That's awesome, and we'll put up a link to that on our um, show notes as well. Um, Beth also, along with Donna from the Caledonian, has a like women in whiskey program. That's right. Yeah. yeah, which I very much appreciate. And I, the first time that I went, I went like alone um, because I didn't know any other women in whiskey. And Donna like grabbed me by the arm and like pulled She's me in, best. and she like put me at a table, and she was like, "This is Jamie. This is," and she introduced the whole <laughs> table, and she's like, "Everybody talk," and I was like, "Okay." Hey. <laughs> but you so, did yeah. right exactly, like, and that's the whole that's the spirit of like the those events. It's it's very much like here's a group of women, and we all love whiskey, and um and the donations are also going to Wounded Warriors yeah. for those. Um, but it's also a really nice sort of evening. Um, there hasn't been one in a little bit. Um, I can't no, end of June will I, be the next one. Will be the next one. Uh, yeah, it's just been such a busy couple of months. For sure. Um, but... They, if you're we, Toronto area based, you should definitely yeah, check like, them out. Check them out. Yeah, uh, the Caledonians website always has the posting for mm-hmm. the next one, so check that out. Yeah, the trick, trick with the Caledonian is you just got to keep going there because yes. there's so much interest in, in these events yeah. that they don't have a mailing list. They don't need it. What they don't, they don't need really it. announce. They don't announce it on Facebook. They're yeah. just basically yep. like, refresh and you'll yeah. see the events. Uh, so the trick there is just to refresh and, and see the events because they get. It's, it gets sold out in eight, in, in days. Yeah. yeah, and now with Women of Whiskey, they've grown so much. So when we started them, um, we had no idea how popular it was going to be. So the first night that we had our first Women of Whiskey, we had to do two seatings because there were so many Incredible. people that were mm-hmm. like, okay, how do we manage this? Mm-hmm. There's not enough room in the pub. So like, we did two seatings of 30 people each. Now we just booked out the whole bar. Yeah. So we just know like yeah. that the yep. whole bar is going to be... Yep. Full of a hundred women, love it, uh, and yeah, a lot of a lot of repeat customers, but a lot of new people come along too. Uh, but yeah, I always say to to Dave and Dot at the Caledonian, I'm like, you guys need a bigger, bigger yeah. space because these these events are so popular. They are, they uh, are, and and women in whiskey in particular, when there is like a space where you can go to an intro and like an intro night and like alone and feel like you know, you're going to be taken care of and, mm-hmm. like, it's not going to be, like, you sitting at a table with, like, a bunch of, like, old dude pros that don't want to talk to you at all because you're a newbie. Um, it's sort of a, a really nice way to, like, get your feet wet. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely, welcoming crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, we've said this before on the podcast, but that is true. Like, when you go to, to predominantly male whiskey Ooh. tasting mm-hmm. if you're if, if you're the woman at the table it's always assumed that you don't drink whiskey often that's and right you get all the coles notes like yeah. oh so whiskey it's made out yeah. of grain and yeah. it, you just get all the the you're assumption right. there and that creates a yes. very kind of uncomfortable it's situation uncomfortable. Yeah. like it's just oh you're you know or would you like ice with like just yes. the, any sort oh, of does your husband drink whiskey Is right that why you're here right oh, like you basically cute. get all these yeah, I, I, <laughs> no. yeah. 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 no it's it's, yeah. it's it is very true um yeah. and 
And whiskey's already uh, sometimes could be seen intimidating for men and for women sure. in general. But then for men, it's, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be drinking whiskey. Whereas with women, you have men that are just like, why are you drinking whiskey? Is why it your husband? Here? Is it this? Is yeah. it that? It's a, so that kind of stuff makes it very uncomfortable. Yeah. I know these events. Am I saying this right? I don't know. You are, yeah, actually. Okay, you, you, no, that's exactly. You, right. Yeah, you got it. Nailed yeah, it. so like, it's yeah. important to have these events uh, in, in your local, local town, city. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. For sure. And, but like, we're starting to, to see it change. I, I am Absolutely, seeing like yeah. now in uh in master classes and at whiskey shows you, you know that that switch is happening mm-hmm. which is nice to see but being having been in this this whiskey has evolved so much in the past ten years and then the whole women in whiskey thing is equally probably in the past five years really started to to come to the forefront but women in whiskey events they they do offer a nice kind of approachable way uh that you can just sit and enjoy relax and uh and chat about awesome awesome whiskeys yeah i like that yeah a lot and it has changed a lot it has changed yeah it has i I would say like even like from like when i got in which is not even that that long ago like comparatively to now it it, i see a lot more ladies that i know and recognize and you know and so that's great and people are more comfortable and uh, but I think we still have like there's still obviously some work to be done mm-hmm. but we'll get there we'll get there it's We're funny because there. whenever I'm introduced like they're like oh Jamie has like a whiskey club they're like oh a ladies whiskey club and I was like no no <laughs> for everybody for everybody you can come if you want we do some fun things but yeah so yeah, it is, and it's, it's sort of like those assumptions that like it's just like okay, I'm ready for that to be over. Yeah, like yeah. oh, so your husband got you into whiskey? No, no. no. just the it's just Trent that, still like, sneezes over. Does, yeah, does yeah, yeah, he he does, he's a whiskey drinker and he's a he, but he still coughs. Yeah, cough, he still yeah. coughs. Like if he had this right now, sorry, honey. Uh, he, would, he would be coughing. He would be coughing. And I, I gotta say, I almost coughed at that first one. I, I did almost cough. I was. Uh, I, I was almost close. coughed I was at close. the sherry one. Yeah. Just now, and I was like, I went to reach for my water, and I was like, "Don't do it, Jamie. Don't cough." You amateur. <laughs> just kidding. You can cough. Strong, you have to. Yeah. It's strong yeah. Stuff. stuff. You can't help it sometimes. It's and that's strong. exactly why we bring bring it down. Like so, so the regular the fifteen yeah. that we just had. That's that's forty percent because. That's uh, whiskey can really be not that it can't be enjoyed at higher strengths, but it's just nice. It, it does take off some of that edge. Yes. Yeah, with scotch especially, right? Because it's not, it's not, it's not oak. So bourbon, you can have like a twelve-year-old bourbon at cast strength, and it's like got so many, so much oak flavor. Uh, but with scotch, you want that single malt, so you actually yeah. do want it watered down. I, I would actually, I agree. I'm, I rarely say this, but I would take this fifteen cast strength Solaris. Okay. Water. You would really I would water down a little Whoa. bit. I know, I know. This is I'm very, shocked right now. I know you are. I can I'm see totally it. I'm totally shocked. That you um, said but that. it is wow. a little. It is a little because you get a little bit more character. You get a little, a little bit more wood oak on on the uh, on the one that's bottled the right. the, the sole yeah. product. I yeah. uh, get a little bit more of that the kind of sweet, nice, uh, lovely oak vanilla notes and mm-hmm. spicy notes. Uh, they come out a little bit more. Whereas yeah. the alcohol and the cast strength one kind of overpowers the palate a little bit so yeah yeah 55 percent there that's yeah so that's yeah. a lot um but yeah i i, I think at 40 percent and then you know if you want if still if you want to mm-hmm. add water to that mm-hmm. but cast samples when brian kinsman um i've been lucky enough to see him like 
in his lab at work, mm-hmm. which is like the most awesome place in the entire oh, world. Can, can you imagine, imagine me being surrounded? Like <laughs> my work office, well, you guys kind of, you are surrounded by bottles, but literally <laughs> surrounded in <laughs> like all Every these wall. little little bottles wow. of different whiskeys. And he just knows them. Like he's just like, oh yeah, that's 25 year old Balvenie. That's Glenfiddich. 20 year old Glenfiddich or whatever like he just he's just doesn't even have to look at the label just by nosing he's wow knows these things yeah. like wow it's Matt he's a magician that's what I call him yeah <laughs> you gotta be kind of a magician for that that's amazing but when he takes his cast samples he does he dilutes them by pretty much like half so wow. like these whiskeys are, are meant to be brought down right because uh, they they do the subtleties will come out once they are once a little bit of water has been added yeah. for sure they're good both ways, but I mean, this I do love this. Yeah, I do love this cask, fifteen. Yeah, Solarabab. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what what's been the favorite out of the out of the the range here? I really Great like question. that new oak. Yeah, yeah, that's the okay. New oak, yeah, I like that. Uh, the new oak finish and this cask strength. I, yeah. I love the new oak. I, I would like want something in between the cast strength and the Solaris just to give it mm. a little more punch, little, but not as much like, punch. Like okay. 46 or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm being very particular. I'm being so particular. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is me. I'm like, I would like this at 48%. I mean, yeah. bottle this now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I really love the Solaris cast. I think it's uh, it's great. And it's also priced so well. I yeah. Mean, I think I was going to say bucks. one thing. Yeah. yeah. You, guys are, uh, you guys are pretty awesome. Because I mean, Lymphatic 12 is, is the single malt brand if you're... Um, it's it's the gifting brand. A lot of times yep, it's like sure. the, the thing, but the uh, products like the the Distillers Edition, the fifty one percent fruit, fifty one percent alcohol, great whiskey. The Slurs fifteen is great. Yeah. Um, and the twenty one is is just talk about subtle and yeah. beautiful, beautiful whiskey, yeah. beautiful whiskey. Yeah. But it, we de- definitely try and have something for everyone, mm-hmm. um, and that's what's really great about you know today we've deconstructed, but like in other tastings, you know we'll go through the range and. It really is an age. It's it's really what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 15, oftentimes, when tasted next to the 18, people are like, oh, I like the 15. Yeah. Some people Absolutely. might like the 18, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's just important to try and uh, sure. the experiment. The 14, like if you say the the new, new oak one was your favorite, that's very similar to our 14-year-old rich oak. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we also had on the podcast love, before. Yep. Love this, yeah. Yep. That one's... Uh, got those nice kind of spicy notes of bourbon yeah Yeah. so that's um but yeah we have our our malt master we have a ton of we have great variety um and there really is something for everyone that's why when people say i don't like whiskey i'm like you just haven't tried the right one yet exactly exactly keep trying yeah (laughs) practice practice and and we i think we talked about this like not even that long it might have been the last podcast just saying you know the opportunity to try different whiskeys is so important because it it is an investment in a bottle so mm-hmm. you know a bad whiskey will sort of sit on your shelf forever yeah um yeah and a bad bottle of wine will probably get drunk at some point mm-hmm. so which way yeah no matter what um it will be finished but uh but it is so important to tr- keep, trying keep trying and have the opportunity to try uh, is is so important, and so you know, working for you guys at the Christmas market was great because I got to be in the little booth, so fun. which was so fun because I got to take people through a flight of I think it was five. Uh, the Turbo 14, style the too. That was uh, that was amazing. Uh, it was it was 
Why? She did a great job. <laughs> she did. She did. And with it a smile on her face in the cold. Yeah. No, it I arrived there like an hour before the shift was over and Jane was still poor. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it yeah. was uh, it was intense. Uh, but the nice thing was is that there was such a variety. So there was the 14 Rich Oak, there was the 15, and there was the Malt Masters edition and, and the 18. Um, and so there was literally something for everybody mm-hmm. in that lineup. And, and it, was, it was so much fun to watch people um, sort of discover a new one or to understand it a little better or to get, sort of understand where it comes from. And like I've, I've told this story on the podcast before, but I did a Balvenie tasting at the LCBO where a man who had never found his whiskey when he was in his 80s um, oh, wow. came over and discovered the portwood the Mm -hmm. the 12 sorry not the portwood no the double wood uh yeah the double wood and just was like i've been to scotland i have tried whiskeys i've been to you know dark pubs in in the middle of edinburgh and i've never found my whiskey and i love this whiskey wow yeah and, and so, you're like, I did that. For I know. You. And so I'm like, well, let's just pack up and go. Like, yeah. Call call Colin and be like, Colin, I think I did my job for the day. Like, <laughs> but I think I'm done. It's a, changing perceptions, right? Absolutely. And that's the important thing about trying. And and thank you for doing yeah. that on on our behalf. Of but I, Doublewood is one of those ones too. Like it's kind of similar to Glenfiddich 15. You're very rare to find somebody who doesn't like it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. doesn't have something yeah. nice to say about, sure. uh, about that whiskey. For sure. And David Stewart, we mentioned it before, he pretty much invented the... Yeah, double maturation. The, I know, I know uh, Glamorangi and, and Velvini are fight over who what did it first. <laughs> uh, but uh, the double maturation for, process. But, uh, for this podcast purposes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's pretty much on Belvini's side. I, yeah. I, think, I think the needle moves a little that way. But uh, it was uh, the whole concept of having American oak and then finishing it with European oak. Uh, and that, that uh, and that idea, and how it takes, it doesn't make it too sweet. It just kind of rounds out the yep. drink uh, in, a, in a very lovely way. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know we love sherry scotch, but like 100% sherry scotch is, uh, tends to be a little like too powerful. The sweetness tends to kind mm-hmm. of overpower, yep. especially if it's an older one as well. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have that uh, balance. He he he's a. Again, another magician. A magician. Yeah. Another yeah. magician. Um, it was. I don't know if you've seen the Raw Craft series that Anthony Bourdain did for Belvini. Yeah, I haven't seen I've it. I've seen a few. Yeah. So it's a six series or six episode series that he's done. And the last episode, he goes to Scotland and he's there talking with all the crafts people like Dennis McBain and Ian McDonald and Brian Webster. And then he goes to talk to 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 david stewart and uh you know he's just like his whiskey making science or magic and he's just like it's it's magic it's magic it is like you have these casts that are sitting beside by side in a warehouse and they'll be like totally different yes yeah and i think that's what that's what like part of the romance of it as well and the the magic that comes that's why people get so invested in it is is why you know they i some people, you know, just getting into whiskey maybe don't understand what the wood has to do with everything or what the grain has to do with it or, like, you know, it's just flavors or whatever, but it's not. Like, it's, it's, uh, it is totally a, a craft. It's, it's, it's super fascinating to, like, sort of unpack it and to be able to go through something like this is, like, amazing. So yeah. thank you. Thanks for yeah. bringing it. 
I think, You're I think, very welcome. I think Jane and I loved everything we had here. Oh my gosh. I, think, uh, I would have it all yeah. on its own. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, but the general whiskey consumer would probably be like, hmm, too strong, too this, yep. too that. And I think the, the whole idea of like blending these different flavors together and creating a, a bigger, bolder, more, more complex drink is, is a great story. Were you going to say whiskey symphony? Whiskey symphony. <laughs> bringing them to symphony of whiskey. Big bringing of the yes. instruments together, the singular instruments together in the symphony so, that becomes the Glenfiddich 15 year old. So I believe the non, so this is the violin, the uh, non uh, this full 100 percent American oak is the violin. I believe right. the uh, sherry oh. would be the bass. The, the bass, do, yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if I can take this any further. That's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's good. It's good. You no. did good so far, though. No, but it's it's. It really, uh, it's kind of fascinating. Like, it's really, really interesting to, to just pull it apart like this. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it was like to pull even more apart. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, 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 the uh, Balvini with the 1401. Yes. Yeah. 11 yeah. casts of whiskey. Yeah, 11 casts of whiskey. Um, and then my, my favorite part of that tasting was some of them weren't even legally whiskey. Like, it was like one that was like 39%. Yeah. It was like right. a 20-year-old American oak. Like, it was... Every so uh, the funny part about that one is to talk about difference in preferences. It was like thirty nine percent alcohol. It uh, to me s- tasted like kind of homemade wine. It was oh. kind of almost spoiled. Like it was almost like right. a, not a great flavor. But a lot of the people on the tour, a lot of the media weren't necessarily whiskey drinkers. Mm-hmm. They loved, loved it. They loved it because it. it was softer. It had right. kind of, it tasted almost like ice wine, and they were just like all over. Like this is their favorite one. Um, and then I loved the sherry bomb, which was like sixty something percent. Sherry, 14-something years old or 18 years old, I can't remember. And that was my favorite. And we all had such a long range. But then to bring it all together to a product that everybody really enjoyed, the, the Ton 1401, right. uh, was really great to see. Because uh, we all had our favorites, and they were all different. But then the final product, we all enjoyed. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a, a, another awesome Ton 1401 and 1509, beautiful yes. whiskeys. Yes, that, the 1401 has been replaced by the 1509. 1509. Yes. But that, that goes to, like, when we talk about whiskeys that don't necessarily have age statements on it, mm-hmm. that's one that's a, like, great example of a, a non-age dated whiskey that has this great story behind it. Um, and, like, there's such a, a mature, like, the, the very old casts that go into it that we do a disservice by putting a number on that, sure. that bottle, but... Beautiful, beautiful whiskey. So correct me if I'm wrong, but there's that whole controversy with like not stating age statements on mm-hmm. of individual barrels on the bottle. And you guys have not done that with the later 1401s, but I believe you did it with the original yep. first two releases of 1401. At least the first two had age statements Age on. statements. And then also with 1509, we do put the barrel numbers, but we don't put the you age. Can't. Yeah. yeah. So we, but we do specify like, what casts they are, but mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, we can't. But 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 originally they did. They did. And they didn't get in trouble, which is interesting. Or maybe they, they did. did. Maybe they stopped. Probably That's why they stopped. Why yeah. they, stopped. they probably yeah. did. They, probably got they didn't trouble. tell me about them getting in trouble. And also, but. they didn't put it on the bottle. They put it on the casing. So yeah. you had all the every single barrel that went in there and their acing. Right. So it ranged from like sixteen to thirty something. Yeah, thirty. Age. There's thirty, forty year old whiskeys yeah. in in the tons, the batches oh. of the tons. Uh, but that one, we have batch number three coming out, um, probably early fall, mm-hmm. CSVO, mm-hmm. but another one that's great, great whiskey to, to drink and another great whiskey to collect. And, right. and I know it's expensive, but it's also a scotch at a higher pr- proof point. Like it's, I don't, you guys don't. At 47.8, yeah. we usually do that one out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's, 
you know, like that's what you get for those. Like it's yeah. just a unique combination mm-hmm. of, of scotch. Yeah. Yeah. The pr- I actually just had I a was call for- about yeah. the, the, what, what the price point will be this year, but oh, it will be about $800. Oh Ooh. yeah. That's going off the Christmas list. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, <sighs> it's prices are going up, but, yeah. uh, well, for sure. But it's, it's definitely one, it's a special whiskey. Yeah. Special yeah. Whiskey. And I mean, anything David Stewart touches now is just <laughs> gold. Gonna gold. be gold. The magician. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Technically retired, but still working. Yeah, yeah. so he still puts in um, pretty much full time, and he's another one too. Like you email him, he emails yeah. you right yeah. back. Amazing. Just a and such a gentle man, like just so unassuming and so polite and so. And Brian's very much the same mm-hmm. way. Brian Kinsman is. You know, just such a gentleman, and again, they—they're just—they—they they know so much about whiskey. Uh, but if you were to meet them, yeah, like, yeah. have no idea. Yeah, you know? they're—they're they're sort of like the—they're definitely you know rock stars, rock stars in, yeah. the, in the whiskey world, and and sort of for our, you know, bourbon like bourbon drinkers out there, like it's like the equivalent of like a Jimmy Russell, yeah. like you know, like you would sort of so unassuming. Um, you know, he just sort of hangs out at the distillery sometimes. Like you just walk into Wild Turkey yeah. and Jimmy Russell's just hanging out on a chair, just chatting in the front and you can just walk up to him and start a conversation and just very nice and kind and gentle and he'll talk yeah. about, you know, country country fried steak and weather <laughs> and meanwhile, you know, he's in the ranks of, you know, like Hall of Fame whiskey makers. Yep. So yeah. Uh, I think that says something about the entire sort of like industry yeah. sometimes is when you have these neat people that sort of uh, work, you know, that it's not, and the distiller or the blender or the mall masters have really gotten to be rock stars in the last couple of years, but they're sort of like, right. we just want to do our job. Whiskey. We just want to yeah. make good whiskey. And that's, that's pretty much it. Like Jimmy Russell still brings his bag lunch, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're just, you know, just, you know that this is their their job yeah. but they are rock stars they yeah. are true um truly awesome people but th- that's the, the great thing about with the whiskey community as a whole they're it's just full of really awesome people you yeah. know um there's it's a very welcoming loving community that yeah. we have that uh we're all lucky to be a part of, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that comes through consistently. Everybody we have on, whiskey people are awesome. I know. It's always coming through. Um, Beth, so, Beth, so this uh, program that you did, did here for us, you do this occasionally for yeah. tastings. Uh, it's also available in the U.S. I understand that you can get it in the U.S. as well if uh, there's brand ambassadors. Yeah, brand ambassadors. so nearby. we yeah. have a, a lovely crew of brand ambassadors in the U.S. Uh, that definitely do, and, and I, there's... There's a lot of them, actually. Well, oh. there's five um, awesome. bread ambassadors in the States, but they, they do this as well. Um, and, yeah, master classes across the country. I occasionally offer deconstructions of 15, or we've now started deconstructing the 21-year-old as well. Awesome. Uh, which we'll have to do at another date. But it's, yeah, it's great to see, you know, um, the unfinished, because we're using rum cast with that, so we actually have a chance to taste taste the rum that we're awesome oh that's site. fun and then yeah. the unfinished versus the finished and yeah it's a it's a really kind of fun fun deconst- deconstruction but 
Yeah, there's there's definitely ways of of getting the same experience, and I'm sure we'll probably host another deconstruction in the coming coming yeah. months for the masses, like we we just did at the the Caledonian recently. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do I another one. Yeah, I think it's important to make that note because we've talked about whiskey events being great if yeah. you're, you yeah. know, uh, to go to and have master classes and ex- have this kind of experience, but also uh, you know, uh, follow your brand ambassador, your local brand ambassador yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter. And just see what they're doing and yeah. go to the events they're going to. Um, because it is, you know, I mean, we're having this and we're very much appreciative of Beth coming in. But yes, this is you. not unavailable to, you, you can have this experience at home as well. Um, probably if you live near a major city, I guess, is probably, mm-hmm. yeah. If, yeah. I, yeah, the whiskey, like I've definitely done it in Victoria, the Victoria Whiskey Festival, New Brunswick. We've done it there. Um, whiskey Live, we've done it. Um, that's true. I mean, Whiskey Live across North America yeah. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll have something similar. Something, like, yeah. something mm-hmm. like this. But, yeah, it's definitely a fun thing to take part in and, and get to take apart all the mm-hmm. all the different notes and see how it magically comes together in the symphony, Jamie. I know. And then our <laughs> listeners can tell us what yeah. their favorite uh, one is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And yeah. you can follow my, – my Twitter handle is at whiskey, no E, Beth. Um, Instagram is at whiskey underscore Beth. Facebook, Beth Havers, any of the above. What about Snapchat? No Snapchat. I have a BlackBerry that doesn't have apps. Do you still have a BlackBerry? I think we talked yeah. about this at Christmas when I came to your Christmas party. We talk, we talk about it often. Um, but there's a new BlackBerry. Actually, there's a new BlackBerry that comes out, came out. It was like, it's like an Android. It can do the app thing. Oh, okay. So I'm, my fingers are crossed okay. that that is going to gotta happen. Gotta get on that. I've got a buddy that's a BlackBerry fan. He's he's jumping shit while he's just I, like he's done. He's I like done. the keyboard. I do like the keyboard, yeah. but yeah, the apps. I even Instagram. I need to go on. So I send the picture to. Oh come on, you don't. My iPad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm the girl at the distillery walking yeah. around with an iPad, <laughs> and you're like taking pictures. Everyone making fun of me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So no Snapchat yet, but I will yeah. hopefully. Um, that's so funny. That will change. That's awesome. I don't even so really know funny. what it yes. is. But. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not very good at it either. I just yeah. Like, my Instagram, definitely. But, yeah, but, but Twitter, I'm pretty, I'm okay. Oh, yeah. No, you're yeah. good at Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's my social media skills. I got to work on. No, it's good. <laughs> it's good. And what, what I really love is that, like, I have a lot of brand ambassadors on my, like, Facebook and Instagram. You guys really all like each other so oh, much. Oh, like, so much. In yeah. the Toronto, like, community, like, all the, like, the brand ambassadors are, like, buds. And, like, even if they're working on, like, you know, competing portfolios, like, everybody loves each other. Everyone's, you know, liking each other's photos. And, like, it's just, like, a, a nice little... Happy community. Yeah. We really are. And I think, like, it's... Uh, it's pretty cool because, you know, we travel to these shows from coast to coast and we're all at them together and mm. we are like all super good friends and yeah. we, we can sit down and have a whiskey and talk. That's what we're, we're like. It's just such a happy family. I yes. love the whiskey world. It's yes. so happy to be a part of it, but they're a great crew of ambassadors from coast to coast. Very fortunate. Yeah. We're nice. so lucky. So and awesome. now, yeah. now we're going to have a Balvenie one, too, so I can add somebody so to my crew. I'm usually alone. Crew. I'm no, like, now you get a buzz. I'm, I'm alone, guys. <laughs> Will somebody hang out with me? But yeah, I, I you have to find someone that dresses as nice as you do. <laughs> I, don't, don't apply for this job unless you're a snazzy dresser. I'm telling you right now. 
honestly. I'm not that snazzy. You are that snazzy. <laughs> you really are. Every time I see Beth, I'm like, oh my god, she's so pretty. I can't even yeah, die right now. Absolutely. Like, oh so my gosh, stuff. you're so snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it was fun. the. Is there anything else we want to talk about? No. Anything else we need to cover? That's anything you want anything to cover? Anything else? No, I just Any want to say plus? thanks again for having me. I'll come back anytime. This is super fun. Awesome. Um, you guys have done such an awesome job of, of, of getting the episode 60. That's awesome. 60. Big, big yeah. Six zero. Yay. You did great. That's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Good for you guys. Yeah. But yeah, Thank happy you. to come back for any, any time and do deconstructing or yeah. anything. Well, uh, anything. It just feels <laughs> like it just feels like chatting with a friend. Like it doesn't. It just yeah. feels like just hanging out and drinking whiskey, and that's what it's all about. It's great here on the whiskey topic. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> love indeed. the whiskey. Topic. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Thank, thank you so thank much. You. Uh, and thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We very yes. much appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I love hearing all your tweets and comments yes. on Facebook and all that. So thanks, gang. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks Cheers. so much. Cheers. 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 Cling cling. There we go. It's a great, great sound. Isn't it?